0: Thank mm.
1: Hello there, listeners. I'm just opening the rusted old hatch to the hydroponics sector. Now, I know what you're thinking. What would a little community radio station like ours need a hydroponics lab for? I know it's more usual for the more popular stations to have all the bells and whistles that come with running a larger operation. But here at the Strange Mountain radio station, we pride ourselves on providing our staff with only the very best. Hence, an entire aquaponics wing of the Strange Mountain facility dedicated to growing the local specimens of flora and aquatic fauna found upon the mountain in a sublime symbiotic sanctuary of succulents. Hopefully, the cleaning crew hasn't let it get too out of sorts. I know they often overlook these areas deeper into Strange Mountain, but you get what you pay for, I suppose, and with our recent funding, well, I'll put it this way, I can't remember the last time I got a paycheck. And voila, listeners, a (laughs) state-of-the-art... What the heck happened here? I apologize for my frustrations, listeners, but if you could see the full extent of the unhygienic incompetence that I'm dealing with here, well, you know what? I'll describe it to you. of life, growth, listeners, growth in every direction, oozing and seeping across the floor, the walls, and even drooping morosely from the ceiling. Dull, pink-gray creepers cling to the walls like long, thin, pulsating piggies that did not go to the market instead they suckle at the seemingly rock and soil competing and writhing against each other for any mediocre of nutrient in fervent competition striated like tree roots but Step. The walkway squelches with viscous fluids unknown, filling one's boot with a delectable soup of worm slime and mysterious chunks. A most peculiar feeling, like a leisurely footbath in your mother's lukewarm veal casserole. You know, the one you never really liked that much. If you were to touch the hollow pipe hand railings, you would find the metallic coating turned to rust and promptly crumbled to dust, revealing more soft pink roots which undulate and writhe in contact with the air and light. Trudging through this narrow, pulsating tunnel, which could almost put one in mind of a man's journey through the womb. We reach hanging plastic butchers' curtains, oddly normal, unchanged relative to their surroundings. And as we pass through these plastic hanging curtains into the now unfamiliar scenery, We take you to our first dream.
0: a point between fine sandy desert and thick obscuring snow, there rests a peculiar but particularly beautiful oasis. This glistening lavender spring is sought by no animals and is usually untouched. However, one day a weary traveler will collapse upon the trunk of the crimson tree, gripping a low branch reaching out as if in a friendly but knowing gesture. The Traveler will ooze thick black, unable to continue. This black will rest upon the soil unabsorbed, defying the petty rules of the world outside the Oasis. The Traveler has been sent on a journey, and this is the end of such. Although, no end nor beginning truly exists, moment is the product of all things come before. So who is to say where any beginning begins, for inevitably there is much before it, and who is to say where is the end, for the world forever continues onwards regardless, time is only for the mind which organizes it. Perceptually, the traveler will die here ceasing to be a traveler and becoming part of the spring instead. And that is okay. Technically, all things come from the spring. This lavender purple primordial pond. Eventually, all things return. All that is was born from this single point. grew and flourished. Aged and tired. And will disband Naught but a lone muffled soul staggering through a dying shaded world. The traveler will do much during its journey, combining with all the meager sensory reagents of the flesh to experience all that is available to it. This is why, contentedly, they will draw closer to the shimmering pool, and with the final breath of the traveler will return the ooze to the spring, purifying it. As their perceptual self fades, thick black ooze will curdle and crush their worn limbs. A reminder that a body is a cultivation of cells that don't necessarily belong to you as a mind that perceives them. When they decide it is time after so many years or they decide they want to be a part of something else. So they shall. In just another mere passing eternity, the spring will once again give birth to a multitude of new worlds and someday, more travelers. There will never be an end. There is no such thing as an end.
1: Well, not too exciting here, listeners. More of the same, really. A wide, spacious room, segregated by various vats and aquariums. Large plots of protruding plant-like appendages. Gorgeous red and purple flowers, which seem to curl up and shy away from time this strange fleshy flora in abundance, but I can't seem to find any of the wildlife. So I'm not sure what these plants are feeding on really. Hydroponics should be a symbiotic relationship between flora and fauna. The flora generates food, while the fauna deposits nutrients into its roots. So. Where do said nutrients come from, in lieu of any aquatic life in these tanks? I can hear life, but I can't see it. Here, behind one of the tanks in the southeast corner, is a large chumest growth. In my fascination, I have acquired a stick. I will... Poke it with the stick for science. It is soft, but also hard. Like a Venus fly trap, it seems to open at the top. If I can just pry it apart here. I don't know what I was expecting, listeners. It's full of more wonderful slime. Floating on top, though, is some fabric. Ah, it's a cap from the cleaning crew uniforms. This is interesting, listeners. Underneath it is some sort of violet humanoid mask. Why, It's almost a head, but smooth and deformed with no nose and no ears. Just two holes punctured on either side of a slightly melted football. There seems to be a bit of plastic protruding from the center. Oh, how strange. It's a staff ID card, and underneath it... Two bright red glowing almond beads looking up at me. On an unrelated note, Mr. Myers, I think it's about time to head back to my studio and its very lockable doors.